Chapter Four of the Santa Claus Storybook. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Santa Claus Storybook by Unknown Little Red Riding Hood. Once upon a time, there lived in a small cottage on the edge of a deep wood a forester and his wife and their dear little daughter the little child was as lovely as a pitcher and a great pet with everybody her mother liked to see her prettily dressed and made her a red cloak with a hood to it so that the neighbors gave her the name of little red riding hood she was a merry little maid and went about the house singing and laughing the whole day long she made friends with birds and with beasts and was not afraid of anything not even the dark one day red riding hood's mother said to her my child you may go to your grandmother's with this pat of butter and a bottle of blackberry wine for we have not heard from her in some days and she may be in need of something do not stay too long for i shall be anxious to hear how she is the old lady had not been well for some time and some days was so lame that she could not get out of bed and had to depend on the neighbors to come in and get her meals red riding hood was delighted to do her mother's errand for she was fond of her grandmother who always had funny stories to tell or something nice to give her when she went there on a visit so her mother put on her scarlet cloak gave her the well-filled basket kissed her good-bye and sent her off with many loving messages for the poor sick grandmother her way led through the lonesome woods but little red riding hood was not the least bit afraid for she was used to playing in them and running races through them never minding whether she kept in the path or not so she went on as happy as a lark looking back now and then as long as her home was in sight to see if her mother was still at the door and to throw her a kiss from the tips of her fingers for a long long time after red riding hood had gone so far that she could not see the house her mother stood in the doorway with a smile on her face every now and then catching a glimpse of the bright red cloak that shone through the trees and thinking how pretty her dear little daughter looked in it with her soft golden curls flying out beyond the cunning scarlet hood how glad she was that she had such a dear little girl and how lonesome the house was when she was not in it why it seemed as if all the sunshine had gone into the woods and was wrapped in under the pretty red cloak that the very geese knew enough to admire the birds kept little red riding hood company and sang her their sweetest songs the squirrels ran up and down the tall trees and made her laugh at their funny antics now and then a rabbit would come across her path and sometimes red riding hood would put down her basket and give chase to the bunnies hoping she might catch one of the pretty white pets but they always managed to get out of her way for they could jump faster than she could run butterflies darted here and there some light yellow some with soft gray wings and red riding hood ran after these until she was tired sometimes one would poise on a green leaf close at hand and just as red riding hood was about to seize the pretty thing away it would go deeper in the woods and seemed to urge her to follow by and by she grew hungry and sat down on the flat stone to eat the nice lunch her mother had put up for her and oh how good it did taste 
the birds came round her for their share and it was fun to see them crowd on each other and squabble over the crumbs how they did chatter and scold and what greedy things they were you could almost hear them say let that alone that's mine i was here first oh you pig and when the crumbs were all gone they all cried more 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 or at least it sounded as if they did it was so lovely in the woods that red riding hood was in no hurry to leave them wild flowers were plentiful and she said aloud oh i must stop and pick some for grandmother she is so fond of them so she went out of the path to gather the foxgloves the wild honeysuckles and the dark wood violets that were growing all around and with these and some sweet ferns and long grasses she made a very pretty nosegay but dear me when she turned to go back to the path she could not find it and for a moment she was scared for she thought she was lost in the woods the birds knew of her plight and as she had been good to them they would be good to her so two of them flew down and calling to red riding hood in their pretty coaxing way led her out of the tangle of brushwood into the smooth path and to the very place where she had left her basket while she sat resting for a few moments a wolf came up and spoke to her which did not seem at all strange to little red riding hood as wolves and fairies were quite common in those days good day said the wolf where are you going all alone by yourself my pretty miss i am going to my grandmother's said little red riding hood to take her some fresh butter and nice blackberry wine for she is quite sick she ought to be proud of such a lovely granddaughter said the wolf i don't know when i have met any one quite so handsome flattered by these compliments red riding hood let the wolf walk by her side although the birds kept warning her that he was a wicked rogue and she'd better get rid of him she had an idea that poor company was better than none which was a mistaken notion for it is much better to be alone than in bad company as little red riding hood found out before a great while had passed where does grandma live asked the wolf in as sweet a voice as he could command just outside the woods you can see her cottage through the trees ah yes said the wolf i think i'll call on the dear old lady she will certainly be glad to see me when she learns how skilful i am in curing diseases just for the fun of the thing suppose you take the path to the left while i follow this one to the right and we will have a little race to see which shall get to the cottage first now the crafty wolf knew that he was sure to win this race for he had chosen the shortest way and besides that he intended as soon as he was out of the little girl's sight to go at a speed which she could not attempt to keep up with but red riding hood suspected nothing she was so young that she did not know that though wolves might appear to be as mild as sheep they were still wolves at heart ready to bite and rend whatever came in their way she was kind and gentle herself and thought everybody was the same she had yet to learn that often those who pretend to be our best friends turn out to be our worst enemies they are fair to our face and false behind our back they deceive us by their sweet ways and do their best to put us off our guard the wolf took a short cut out of the woods 
and soon came to the cottage of red riding hood's grandmother a bird on a spray outside fairly screeched to give warning to the old lady within but if she heard it she did not know what it meant the wolf rapped gently at the door and the old lady who was in bed roused herself and said is that you darling pull the string and latch will fly open the wolf pulled the string and stood still a moment ere he opened the door he thought he heard footsteps near for hunters now and then went through the woods in search of game but it was only the bird on the spray who made a frantic effort to scare off the wicked intruder but the wolf knew there was no time to waste so he slipped through the door of the cottage which soon flew back on its hinges i am ever so glad you've come darling said the grandmother imagining that her visitor was little red riding hood i'm rather more poorly than usual dear and it pains me to turn my head i'm so sorry said the wolf mimicking the voice of the little granddaughter mother sent you something nice in a basket well put it on the chair dear and take off your cloak and then come and give me a kiss that i'll do at once said the wolf as he sprang on the bed and glared in the face of the grandmother who tried to beat him off with her crutch but she had not strength to battle with such a foe and the hungry wolf with glaring red eyes ate up red riding hood's poor dear grandmother like the cruel monster that he was oh the bloodthirsty horrible wretch it makes one shudder to think of the terrible deed but this was not all the taste of blood had made him thirst for more so he put on the old lady's nightcap and gown and snuggled himself down under the bedclothes to wait for red riding hood to appear what a slow-poke she was it seemed as if she never would come and the longer the wolf waited the crosser he got several times he had cocked up his head thinking he heard her at the door and still she did not come he was just beginning to think she never would find her way out of the woods when he heard a low rap at the door the little girl rapped softly for she thought that grandma might be asleep and she didn't wish to disturb her in that case until she awoke the wolf waited a while then called out as the old lady had done is that you darling pull the string and the latch will fly up his voice was rather harsh but not unlike the grandmother's when she had a bad cold so red riding hood pulled the string and went into the house set her basket on a table and went up to the bedside she was scared at the change that had come over her poor sick grandmother what could ail her to make her look like this she must have some terrible disease the child stared and stared and her breath came quick and short why granny she said as soon as she could speak what big eyes you've got the better to see you with my child said the wolf imitating the grandmother's voice as much as possible and oh granny exclaimed the child what a great nose you've got the better to smell you with my child but granny what great big ears you've got the better to hear you with my child red riding hood began to grow more scared than she had ever been in all her life and her voice trembled when she said oh granny what great big teeth you've got the better to eat you up 
said the wolf in his own natural voice and he was just about putting his long sharp yellow fangs in the child's soft white flesh when the door was flung open and a number of men armed with axes rushed in and made him let go his hold and little red riding hood fainted in her father's arms he was on his way home from work with some other foresters and was just in time to save his dear little daughter from being eaten up by the wicked wolf that had devoured her grandmother with one or two strokes of the axe the wolf's head was cut off so that he could do no more harm in the world and his body was tied to a pole and carried home in triumph by the foresters friends from far and near came to see little red riding hood and to congratulate her and her parents she had to tell over and over again just where she met the wolf how he looked and what he said until it seemed as if she never got out of the woods at all not even in her dreams when children were told the story it was always with this word of warning when you are sent on an errand go right along and do it as quickly as you can do not stop to play on the road or to make friends with strangers who may turn out to be wolves in sheep's clothing and they promised to remember and shuddered whenever they thought what might have been the fate of dear little red riding hood End of chapter four